0: It's not about getting rich overnight. It's about creating enough consistent plays that pays off over a period of time. If I was a quitter, I wouldn't be where I'm at today. For those that's just getting started in real estate, my recommendation would be to first learn the game. Most people think, oh, I gotta get it the first time or it's not gonna work. Nah, some things like my real estate exam took seven times. Imagine if I quit it after the first or the second or the third. You gotta decide if you wanna take that step and move forward. You gotta decide if you wanna get on that boat
1: it has to work where it has to work welcome to the show circle of greatness man you know listen one of the the most highly requested people to come back on the show i had to bring my sis back terica lynn smith all things real estate all things development all things personal development and i want to say all things Perseverance, right? um I had to bring her back on the show to just talk more real estate, how to get prepared, how to get ready. Sis, what's yes, up? Yes,
0: what's good? Thank hey. you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me hey. again. It's such an honor, and yeah. I don't take it lightly when you, you know, whenever we get together and do yeah. these. Like I, you can have a million people on yeah. here, so it's an honor to be I appreciate in that. So first, first
1: I want to thank you too, because. I get that dividend check often. Do I get that? <laughs> Is that every month or every quarter? Every, every time quarter. I, right, I'm, so every I check quarter. my email. It just seemed like it's every month or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just, so I appreciate how, how's actually, how are we doing with that? Cause we bought a block. So for those who don't know, I was lucky enough. Terica called me up like, yo, yeah. I'm about to buy a block. You, me, Dave, and like two other people. You yeah. in? I'm like, Yes, I man. Yep. So we own a block 60 houses on one block.
0: Yep, 60 how we don't how, how's
1: that actually performing?
0: It's a phenomenal investment. And so for those who don't know and yeah. really haven't heard about that investment, we bought um a HAP contract that was um in very poor condition. And what HAP mean
1: just for those? Um
0: HAP is a government contract okay. that is issued for um housing um, housing okay. for individuals that have that need subsidy. Got it. Okay. Um and so we we acquired that hud contract and um we literally had to go in there and fix up Quite a bit of homes, right? And so we're we're still fixing up some of the properties. You know, um, we're about I'm still
1: getting paid though. Still getting some will paid. get paid more once the other ones. Oh, fixed.
0: absolutely. I mean, we're only at seventy percent occupancy. So you know, once we finish, and the only reason why we're not at a hundred percent because we have a waiting list right now. Mm. The only reason why we're not at hundred percent is because we're still doing renovation on some of the units um, that you know needs to be done. Because again, this owner owned this for generations, and when his mom passed away, it was just. He didn't take care of it, mm. so we're going in. We did the roofs. We're doing, you know, the floor and the paint. We're giving a whole new facelift. And so, um our contract with the government is for about a half a million a year. Mm. Wow, which is phenomenal. Yeah, I like how that sounds. Yeah, it's yeah, phenomenal. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying. So the,
1: the tenants, unlike Section Eight, they're responsible to pay something. B- these tenants don't pay anything?
0: Oh, uh, no, 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 no. So they have to pay um, a portion that's calculated on okay. their income as well.
1: Okay. Like Section um, 8.
0: Like Section 8. Yeah. But the difference between our HUD um, HAP contract and a Section 8 contract is a Section 8 voucher is for one individual person. We get one check for our 60 houses. We don't get wow. 60 checks. Wow. So we have to, we are not allowed to um, allow you know, um, anyone that's not subsidized into the community, they have to, um, need assistance. Um, it's for affordable housing. And so that's what make our property different.
1: Let me ask you this question. Cause that's good. So when I think about affordable housing and I think about yeah. sometimes lower income people, yeah. right. Yeah. I was that, yeah. you were that, Absolutely. but when you put like the reason why I feel like people take out projects is because when you put so many people there who may have the same thought process, it kind of just gets ruined. Not ru- it's just, it becomes like the projects essentially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So section eight, I love single families duplexes. Mm-hmm. Cause it's not like you can't gather a million people. Yeah. How, how has that been in terms of you got 60 people, all yeah. lower income. Is there, what's the mindset? How's the condition of the block? Yeah. Are they taking care of it? Yeah. Just, that's such a great that.
0: question. Thank you for asking that. Um, what I absolutely love about owning the community yeah. is you create the change in that community. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like I walked every single block Every single house, I knocked on the door. You know, I met the um, residents whenever we first acquired it. I wanted to hear what their pain points were. When they see the construction going on back there, they see me. I give them a reason to be excited. Like, look, come check out this unit. Look what we're doing. You know, we're making your living situations better. When we first bought that property, the very next day, they had a shootout and one of the houses got shot up. Wow. Literally. Jeez. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, literally. And, you know, and then right after that, the next week, a car ran into one of the houses. Wow. And so what happens is... When you go back, when you acquire a community, it is on you to take control of that. And you get the riffraff out of there. You get the troublemakers out of there. You get, you know, um, the, the grumones that got all them grandchildren that's causing all that ruckus back mm-hmm. there. You get all of them out of there and you start cleaning it up. So what happens is they see me back there. I'm like the sheriff. Yeah. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? They see me. They start picking stuff up out the gr- off the ground. They ain't never do that in their life. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? And so my presence back there, it's kind of like a response. Because they see what I'm doing back there They see that I'm you know trying to make Their living situation better those young Kids see me taking care of their grandparents And putting them in better living conditions Like it's not just about a paycheck for us They see we're literally changing the Lives of mm. their loved ones and now They want to come so now we got some of them little Knuckleheads they cutting our grass now Like you mm. know what I'm saying they helping keep mm. the community Up so when I walk back there they be Like oh Miss Terrica let me tell you what's going on Now mind you for it we done Own this about a year and a half now We have had no more um, criminal issues back there.
1: Wow. Let me ask you this. You got a team that, of course, can go do this, but you decided to go be hands-on you knocking on them doors, yep. pretty? Are you letting them know you the owner, property manager? Like, what are you yeah. doing for them to actually respect yeah. you at that? Right. I feel like that's a level of respect that point. I don't think yeah. everybody would just give.
0: Right. So my thing is this: I know what it's like to be poor. Yeah. I know what it's like to be at the bottom. I know what it's like to be on Section Eight. I know what it's like not to have. I know what it's like to, you know, um, be waiting on your check on, um, at the beginning of the month. Like, I know what all of that feels like. So. Because I know what it feels like, I cater to those pain points of the other individuals that we have as residents. I know it's important for them to know who's in charge and who they can come and, you know, tell their complaints to. Yeah. The other thing is this yes, I have a great team and they're great at what they do, but they don't necessarily all have the heart, they don't have my struggle. Mm. My struggle was different from Nays. So when I go back there, I'm more relatable than some of my team members because I know the pain points these people are going through. You know what I'm saying? So they respect me more. And, yeah, I can send somebody back there to go and and deal with all of that. But I have created a team to do all of the outside work so I can go in and do the ministry work. I'm good Mm -hmm. at real estate. I'm real good at it, right? I know how to find it, I know how to make money. But I also know how to touch the hearts of the people and to start getting them to thinking different. These people never thought they can buy a house, right? right? We have home buying classes for them back there. We teach them that. You're probably like, why are you teaching our residents to buy a house? Yeah. Because I don't want them to be in captivity their whole life. Mm. This is just Ooh. a stepping stone for them, wow. right? So if I can teach them that this is a stepping stone, then guess what? They're going to be ready to step whenever it's time for the next level. We've had two people move out and purchase homes. That's wow. how beautiful it is. And we ain't miss a beat. We still getting a check.
1: That's different. I think that's more of a, Reciprocity too, like yeah. you really care for the people. That's that right. more people's gonna. It's a waiting list to get in there, yep. so you, you always want right. to have somebody ready to get in. That's
0: there. right. And let me tell you, I get ratchet too. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? They come yeah. play with me, I yeah. will snatch you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I'm from where you from? Like, yeah. let's not don't do play that. with me. That's right. Don't play with me. Yeah. And when they know that, like, you know what I'm saying? When they know they can't play with you like that, yeah. like you can go play. I need with people it. to know. Don't play yeah. with you. Yeah. Play with them. Don't yeah. play with you. That's right. That's right. You know. Um. You know. Um. Real quick story. You know, I had one lady. She was talking mad crazy to um uh, my mother-in-law who yeah. um runs some stuff back there and so when i came she started talking to me crazy too i said look you unhappy back here don't worry about it i'll evict you i'll have you out by next week yeah and i walked away wow she flew to the office wow oh no no, no i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm happy back here yeah. she has changed her whole mindset since then so uh, some of them just need to know like don't play with me
1: let me ask you this because you're heavily family focused. Like yeah. you got, your husband is in the business.
0: Mm-hmm. My children. You, you,
1: you, you name your kids after all y'all got developments. Everybody got a street name. Yeah. I know your daughter be on top of things. I, yeah. I think she going to real estate school. Yeah. I know she don't even have to, but yeah. I believe to be a realtor, you got to go to real estate school. Yeah. Right? Um, Which real estate school is only like a week or two technically, yeah. but for someone listening, I want to get my family on board with building wealth, yeah. getting our credit right, buying assets. Like, what should that initial conversation be like to get people to realize, like, yo, like you mentioned captivity. Like, yeah. who's going to end the generational mm-hmm. traumas and curses? And mm-hmm. and you lived under a bridge at some point. I don't know what, I don't know if your mom was home. I don't know about mm-hmm. that part of the story, but right. I'm sure it was generations of brokenness. Yeah. Like my like mm-hmm. generations of poverty, yep. like what is the conversation that you like somebody right now that you need to sit somebody down
0: mm-hmm. and
1: have to get our family on the same page?
0: Right. So um, I recently had a conversation with some family members who are still struggling and living paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. And I'm like, I can help all these people in the world. Why won't you allow me to help you? Right. And so I called the family meeting, Neo, and Mm -hmm. everybody came to my house and I made them dinner. It was on a Sunday. You know, um, we opened in prayer. It was very prophetic to me is what I received. Right. And um, and we left with action plans. Like I helped them write out their goals. I I challenged their minds to start thinking like, Mm. what is your biggest pain point? Like if money wasn't an issue, if time wasn't an issue, what would what like what would you need right now? right? Like what would help you right now at this moment? Yeah. And all they had to do was come back to the house four weeks later. And then we would discuss it. I said, I'll send a text message out a few weeks in advance. I'll let you guys know when I'm in town and we'll meet at our house. We'll meet at my house. And then I'm going to help you guys with your pain points. So we can go ahead and get to the next level. So you all, you all can start investing. Yeah. A few weeks go by. I send a text message out. I give them a few weeks notice. I got, zero response, zero. The day that the meeting was supposed to take place at my house, the second meeting, zero people showed up. I purposely stayed in town to have this meeting with my family and I became frustrated. I was so angry and I remember praying. I'm like, God, why do you have me fighting for my family when they don't even want to be fought for? Like I'm tired of fighting and trying to drag people. And I heard, to me, and I'm spiritual, so I felt like I heard the Holy Spirit say, but I didn't tell you to fight for them. Mm. I told you to bring the boat so they can get on. Mm. They have to want to get on. If they don't get on that boat, then that's on them. Right? It's the same with Noah. Noah built the ark, but everybody wouldn't get on. But Noah wasn't out there fighting with people. He just knew, yo, this is what God called me to do. I'm going to do it. If you're going to be a part, come on. If you're not including my wife and my children, y'all can stay. But for me, I'm going to do what God has called me to do. Well, what happens is you look at the people that are around you and the ones that you're trying to help and including yourself, you got to decide if you want to take that step and move forward. You got to decide if you want to get on that boat because the opportunity can be right before you. But if you don't get on it, then you're never going to have the opportunity that you are looking for. And so I no longer fight for people. Mm. I Mm. built the boat. Come join me. Life is good over here We got two of everything You know what I'm saying? It ain't no lack in this house So if there's no lack here And I'm telling you, you welcome My door is open, now it's on you To say, you know what, I'm getting on
1: Hey guys, if you're looking at this right now I had to pause the show It is getting so good, right? I want you to understand the importance of Making your 2024 The best year of your life, whether you're watching this In 2024, whether you're watching this before 2024, go to the propertychallenge.com right now, go register so you can be a part of the revolution. You are the person that's gonna change everything in your family's life, their finances, right? Their credit, everything. And I'm letting you know there's not another program or a resource that's gonna help you get there quicker and give you the true framework and the foundation you need to truly grow your brand. So what I want you to do right, I, I said grow your brand, to grow your empire. Let me let me correct that. So what I want you to do right now, go to thepropertychallenge.com. I want you to be an investor with me. The same way I'm invested in Tarika's deals, I want you to be that, but more importantly than just that, she's gonna show you how to go do all of this yourself. So go to thepropertychallenge.com. Let's get back to the show. I think everybody struggle with you want more for others than they actually want for themselves. That's right. I think that's across every family and every... That's right. You prior your day one, some people you've been trying to get game. Like, I can't figure out, like, when will you... If you look at me, you know where I came from. People know what it is. Struggle, drug-infested neighborhood. You know the situation. Like, there's people who literally know. Bro, what you
0: waiting for to come get with me, though? Why bother you more than it bother them?
1: Yeah. You said, why does it? Yeah. I don't know. It it just bop because it's like, I don't want you to live in lack. I got people who I know living in lack when you don't have to because you could just be hitting me and seeing what can I do? Like, I will come up with a play for you. That's right. I will try anyway. I will. But again, some people just, I don't think you could teach hunger.
0: No, you can't. You got to want it. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you got to want to go to the land of the plenty. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I realized, and this is going to sound harsh, but I leave people exactly where they are. Yeah. It's exhausting trying to drag you and and them and my cousins and my children. Like I'm, I just can't drag nobody. I'm not in a season of dragging. I don't know nobody that was dragged. Like even Abraham had to take a walk. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying. And I so, I think that for for us, like we have this remorse for the success that we have, you know, that we have obtained. And I think it's selfish of us to expect everybody else to want what we want. Mm. We may want something for them, but if they don't want it for themselves, there's nothing we can do except yeah. stress ourselves out, become frustrated, angry, and then now I'm offended with you. Mm. I'm mad at you because you don't want to come make money with me. Mm. That's what I had to look at with my family. Like, why well, I'm mad at them? They don't want to make money. I'm tripping if I'm trying to drag them and they don't even want to come. Yeah. I built the boat, get on it.
1: Like, every time we talk, it's just always new deals. Like, yeah. tell me. You got a bed and breakfast. Like I'm assuming, like hold on, I'm like, wait, you and Shan, y'all went and board a building in New Orleans in the French Quarter. Yep. But I'm assuming, like, y'all just board another building. I'm about to do. You turn into a bed, How do you? Yeah. How do you do a bed and breakfast? Like, yeah. tell me through. Like, yeah. And I know you teach all of this in your programs and all of that, but I'm just curious to know how do you do? Is a bed and breakfast the same as an Airbnb? Is a bed and breakfast a hotel? Like. Yeah. Yeah. I only ever so, heard of one person having a bed and breakfast. That
0: is how you come up. Yeah, with that? like first of all, you just have to be creative in this industry. Real yeah. estate is an octopus; it got so many legs you can yeah. grab hold to. Airbnb is the sexy one right now. Like mm. you know what I'm saying? Like everybody got the Airbnb play. But you know, if you look at it, um, there's certain levels to the actual short-term rental business. The first level is Airbnb. The second level is your BNB, your bed and breakfast. The third level is your hotels. Mm. That's the big level, right? And so what happens is when you're in an area where it is very hard to get short-term rental license, then if you have a particular space, you can design it to be a BNB. Wow, a B and B is a little bit more easier to go and get because people are not applying for B and Bs, mm. right? And with B and Bs, all you got to do is literally, you know, you of course you got to have sprinkler systems and things like that, but you put a ba- um, a fruit basket out and that's your breakfast. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Wow, continental. Yeah. Welcome to the bed and breakfast. Because
1: that's about being resourceful. That's if there's right. a struggle to get it there, here's that's another right. way to do it.
0: That's right. And so it's very important to know, like, you know, I always say in real estate, there's so many ways to skin a cat. Like, yeah. you know, what I'm saying you just got to know the ways. Yeah. And so in New Orleans, it is very hard to get. An Airbnb license. The other thing is they restrict apartment complexes on how many um, units that they allow to be able to operate as a short-term rental, an Airbnb. Well, with bed and breakfast, you get more units than you would with just apartment complex and mm. our, a house where you're doing different room rent outs yeah. with a bread and breakfast, you know, they give us nine rooms that we can operate in in New Orleans versus three rooms, you wow. know, in an apartment building. And so we just was very creative with it. Um, I am super Grateful for my team Being able to You know Switch the designs Because we had to Switch up some designs And do some things that, so That's you what know, your architecture That's right that Our architect Our engineers You know um, Even the fire marshal Like you got to get These people on your team Yeah
1: you Just know? the sprinkler system Alone is a job That's right That's a And it's expensive
0: Very Yeah It's very expensive Um, But you know How we look at it is You know With a bed and breakfast license That permit itself Is worth The money we put in, We're paying for the sprinkler system And, you know, just with the amount of events we have going on in New Orleans, we're going to get all that money back within the first year. So for us, it was worth it to go in. And, you know, honestly, understanding how to analyze deals and to be able to bring it all together full circle, like creating this bed and breakfast, all of that goes with great coaching right? Great mentorship, understanding the real estate business and knowing how to be able to be flexible. A lot of people get in real estate, they lose money because they're not flexible. You know, they run into an issue. They just stuck in that issue. Well, then see if there's another use or something you can use for that potential property. And then, you know, take that avenue versus just being stuck and not being able to do what you want with it.
1: And I think what you're saying is so powerful. I think we got to learn to spread that amongst every area of life, like yeah. being resort. Is there a certain level before you throw in the towel? Or is there like you go try three, four things first? Or you go try one thing first? Mm-hmm. Because I've, I've heard multiple times about you just being resourceful. Yeah. You yeah. finding a way to make mm-hmm. things work. And I just feel like, similar how we talked earlier, like you got to want it. Like some people try once, it don't work, and they feel as right. though it won't work. Not knowing a baby, give it a baby, before a baby starts walking, it's trying to walk, mm-hmm. and the baby falls down. What hundreds of times? They never think that it won't work. They That's just right. keep doing it. Right. I just want you to touch on just, just continue to be resourceful. I think they really right. need to understand that.
0: I think for me, you know, the reason why I'm so resourceful is because I I know how easy it is to quit. Mm. Right? If I'm if I was if I was a quitter, I wouldn't be where I'm at today. Yeah. Like every statistic that was written about a child that was born to a crackhead mother and father, I should have, I I should have been that type of child. Right. And so, um, I'm not, I'm not real quick to quit and throw in a towel and just be ready to give up. I am the person I will fight until there's no life into it. Like you have to kick it 10 times to make sure it's dead before I quit. Like before I say, you know what, there's no more life in this we're going to be kicking that thing up and down the street, up and down the street. And I think a lot of the times we're so quick to quit on ourselves. Yeah. Like, think about it. Why don't people quit on others faster than they, like, why do people stay with others and not quit on them, but quit on themselves faster?
1: That's crazy. That's a crazy job to think about. Like they,
0: they will, they will go through hell and beyond for an employer and no shade to people that's working. I'm just saying, think about it from this mindset. You'll go above and beyond for an employer, but when it comes to yourself, you're ready to quit. It's just been, you know, when you don't know how to bet on yourself, you really don't have that type of confidence. I think for me, I've I've been street strong for so long. It is extremely hard to break me and it's extremely hard to make me quit. If you tell me I can't do something, I'm going to roll my sleeves up and say, watch me. Mm -hmm. If you tell me I can't beat you in a race, I may not beat you the first time. I may not beat you the second time, but I'm going to work, I'm going to train, I'm going to get in shape and I'm going to come back and I'm going to beat you. Most people think, oh, I got to get it the first time or it's not going to work. Nah, some things like my real estate exam took seven times. Imagine if I quit it after the first or the second or the third or the fourth or the fifth or the yeah. sixth or the You see what I'm saying? Like I kicked that real estate course until I couldn't kick it no more.
1: Wait, how many times?
0: Seven times. Wow. Seven. Woo.
1: You remind me of my man, my man, Derek. He's a yeah. lawyer now. Shout out to Patterson Injury Lawyers, mm-hmm. y'all. Um, He fell his bar like four or five times or something crazy you can't you only can take it every six months yes so (laughs) that's right seven times it's so crazy but if you would have quit and i want other people to understand this too t like your destination your your you me we are connected to someone else's their destination or what they're going to like all these individuals who you help them buy their first property, their next property, get yep. their credit right, leverage mm-hmm. business—like none of them would have been doing this if you would have quit on the sixth time. That's right. So I need people to really understand, like yo, when you think about quitting, think about everybody you quitting. Before I start every speech, I make people write a commitment statement mm-hmm. and. I'm committed and devoted to doing X, Y, Z, whatever that is that you're committed and devoted to. And then I got you writing down who are you doing it for? That's right. Because like you said earlier, it's easy to quit on yourself. Yep. But when you know, you ain't quitting on Tyreek. Nope. You ain't quitting on your your husband, the kids. You got dozen plus employees. You're not quitting on them, right? Right. So I need people to realize who are you doing this for? Like it's a critical piece because it's going to make you it put the battery in my back.
0: Yep. Yeah. It keep you going for sure. And I think for me, like you know, I can't afford to quit. Yeah. It's expensive.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's expensive.
0: Yeah. I didn't created this lifestyle. where I'm real bougie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I like to eat. You ain't out. Really that yeah.
1: bougie though. I, you wear you wear your investor gear every day. Your I, hat like yeah. you. I don't. Maybe bougie with food, but I don't. I don't know.
0: Well, let me just say, yeah. I like the vacation 16 times a year.
1: I think that's fair. Yeah, you you know, deserve that. Yeah, right. You so, deserve it.
0: So Every so time I call that. you,
1: you are definitely in a different yeah. country, though. <laughs> yeah. Costa Rica last that's week. That's right. Dubai <laughs> the week before. Yes, that's Yes. But that's I, good.
0: And I think that, you know. It's a
1: tax write off business because you, you're you not You going to Dubai to look at deals. That's right. You're going to Costa Rica, you're looking at property. That's so right. it's working. all business. That's right. Yeah.
0: And I think that that's important for people to know. Like, you know, if I was to retire right now let's not even use the word quit if I was to retire right now I'd be very comfortable and I'd be very happy if I was to quit right now that would be very expensive Mm. I'm quitting on people Mm. like I'm quitting on like there's people that's connected to my success that's tied into it that feeds into it you know and and what we're building um obviously is a business without me where it operates and runs smoothly but in order for us to do that I can't quit right now yeah You can't quit in the middle of the fight. That's good. Hey guys, what's good? It's your girl, Tarika Lynn Smith here, real estate developer and real estate coach. And you already know I am hosting my property challenge. That's right, my property challenge. I need for you to pull up. If you've been talking about real estate investing, if you've been debating on getting into deals, you're trying to figure out JB agreements and partnerships, you need to be in the room. So do me a favor, go to the www.propertychallenge.com. Pull up. Come see me. I can't wait to see you at the property challenge. Let's go.
1: Let me ask you this, because the real estate market has been up and down. We got interest rates. It's just a whole lot going on Mm -hmm. in real estate. Like you said, there's. It's like an octopus. There's so many ways. What should people be focusing on right now? Who's Mm -hmm. looking to go? begin to build wealth. They may don't want to go buy a hundred units mm-hmm. right now, but they want to go get their next property, their yes. first, like what some things right now, yep. should they be focused on in this season of real yep. estate?
0: Right now, um, we have what's called a real estate clock, right? And when the hand is on 12 o'clock, it's summer. When the hand is on six, o- six o'clock, it's winter. When it's on nine o'clock, it's um, fall. And then um, spring is at three o'clock, right? Right now we're at nine o'clock. We're in fall, right before the summer. So what investors are doing right now is they're underwriting. They're collecting a lot of data and they are researching properties. They're analyzing numbers. They're determining, you know, um, once this market, you know, start getting hot again, like what would be the best offer? The reason why investors are able to move a lot faster than, you know, people that's just getting started is because of the simple fact they spent the fall months analyzing and underwriting deals so they're prepared for the deals and Mm. opportunities that's about to take place Mm. and for those that's just getting started in real estate my recommendation would be to first learn the game yeah get with someone that can teach you the game like understand you know um what the market rates are what comps are you know what industry you want to be in you know if you want to be passive or if you want to be active like get your foundation first a lot of people just jump into real estate and think oh i'm going to be rich yeah. if you get into real estate just to be rich you're probably going to fold out right away
1: as you call it, you are gonna get a haircut you're
0: going to get a haircut that's yeah. it straight up it's <laughs> yeah. going to be gone yeah. right yeah. um but if you get into real estate um to actually become an investor yeah you know, a player of the sport, then you're gonna see the success that you see people like myself and others like yourself, Neil, has, is because we understand it's not about getting rich overnight. It's about creating enough consistent plays that pays off over a period of time. And that's what I love about this is that Even during, you know, these high interest rates and high insurance and all this stuff that's going on, my portfolio is still consistent. It is still paying me every single month. That's what people got to focus on building.
1: Let me also, I want to know two things. I want to know a mistake at this level that you have experienced because we all make mistakes, Mm -hmm. right? A, A mistake that you may have recently experienced in the last year or something. And what's something people should look out for? In buying their first and next property, I understand, like you said, analyzing all mm-hmm. of them. But is yeah. there something that I should be looking out for that's just a common mistake? Yeah. Um. So we can help somebody possibly avoid.
0: Yeah, I think. Um. Yeah. So one of the one of my biggest mistakes is, um, you know, this gonna sound crazy, but I'm super introverted. Mm. And so if I was if I would have networked it and you know, um, collaborated and did a few. Other type of partnership opportunities that were offered to me um, a few years ago, um, I probably would be closer to that billion in assets than I am right now. You mm. know, for me, that's just one of my things I always yeah. look back at, right? Um, and so, if that's you, you know, um, I would recommend um, accepting help a lot sooner. Mm, that's you know, good. yeah, accepting Networking help a lot more. sooner. Yep. Yeah, and um, and stop thinking you can do it. You know, all by yourself. Not even thinking on purpose that you just moving. Yeah. You're moving and you're doing it by yourself. I'm like,
1: paying for access. That's right. Like, you told me, like, yo, I don't, how much, how many six figures I got to pay to get with Don Peebles? Right. Like, that how many, care. you just told me about a six figure investment you made yep. to be in the room. Like, yep. yep. And, and, and guys, really quick, if you're listening to this, right, I don't even want to stop this show, but your biggest expense in life is what you do not know. Like, mm-hmm. I really want y'all to hone on the amount of mistakes that I made in real estate because I didn't have a terrica, right? Yeah. I didn't have individuals that help and coach me now. it's like, like, it's mind boggling in what most people are gonna do. You're gonna continue to get haircuts. You're gonna yeah. continue to bump your head. You're gonna continue to try to figure all of these things out on your own when you have people that wanna show you, whether that's free on YouTube, right? I don't care how you need to learn, but don't go at this thing on your own. When I start analyzing T, I know some of your kids may play sports, but, None of them, you have never allowed any of your kids to go play sports professionally, meaning they want to learn soccer. They want to learn without having to coach.
0: That's it.
1: It is not a sport in the world. I was watching the NBA game the other day and behind their bench, there was eight coaches on the bench. The coach, 12 men, eight different coaches. Why would you think you don't need one? Mm -hmm. So again, I want to get back to the show, but what I want you to do, take this moment so serious, like pause, go to thepropertychallenge.com right now. Go register to join T in her virtual conference where they're literally going to give you the game. This is probably the only education you will need to get your first or your next property or scale what you got going on. But I just want T people to understand like, you playing yourself trying to figure it out on your own. That's it. Like I, like, I, and i'm people get it twisted i spent 400,000 on personal development last year you spend yep. multiple six mm-hmm. figures i'm not telling people to invest in themselves cuz it's benefiting me that's i'm right. telling them because it changed everything that's for right. me cuz we don't have the information your right. parents can't give you the information nope. your can't. mom can't your yep. dad can't unless right. that this is what they do that's right so that's right. I'm sorry y'all to get y'all commercial (laughs) basically, but I need y'all to understand like, yo, you got to take this thing serious right now. That's
0: right. And then I would say the second thing, like, you know, what people should avoid, you know, and or watch out for is, you know, investing into something completely blindly. Like, you know what I'm saying? I would say research the person. You know, um, the person that you would take on as a coach or a mentor, like you want to do your due diligence and make sure this person is actually doing what they say that they're doing. So that way, you know, if you do go into an investment opportunity with someone, you're not getting scammed or, you know, you're not, you know, taking unnecessary haircuts. You know, Um, I think of the Cardi B situation. Mm -hmm. Right. And um, man, negativity just spread so fast. Like, you know, everybody's like, see, this is why I don't want to invest in real estate. My DM was popping. Like Mm -hmm. everybody was like, see, Mm. this is why you don't need to be talking about real estate to everybody. Because look what happened to Cardi B and, Mm -hmm. you know, all it is. And no offense or no shade to Cardi B because I respect, you know, um, her talents. Right. Um, But there's coaches for a reason.
1: Yeah. Right? She's not a real estate That's investor. That's right. She's not. She may not have property management. That's place. right. And, and that can happen to the best. Of that can too. happen
0: to the best. Yeah. But I'll tell you one thing, you know, um, in, like real estate investing may not be for everyone, but everybody should be investing into real estate. That makes sense. Whether you passive and are active, everybody, including Cardi. Okay. She's saying that, but she's sitting in the mansion. Okay. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So like, let's not get it twisted. And I think that, you know, everyone is entitled to their opinion, but if you get bad coaching, you get, you know, bad partnerships, you get into bad business deals. That's what it looks like, yeah. you know, but the ugly in somebody else's deal don't mean you're going to have ugly in your deal. Yeah. Not if you set it up right. So I would say that's what you watch out for and do your due diligence and make sure who you bring in on and are who you going up under and are who's coaching and mentoring you that they really have what they say they have. And not call just, it receipts.
1: That's right. Receipts. Yeah. They're
0: yeah. not just Internet sensations. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or Internet gurus. Yeah. Like You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. they do this in real life, you know? And so, yeah, like avoid that, you know? Yeah.
1: Hey, T, I appreciate you just coming on um, to really just share a game and wisdom on just what some things people will really do to just blow their stuff up, like yeah. really build like building wealth for me is so important right yes. now. Like it's just, it has to become everything. Like yeah. your money, if your money um, is not working, it's unemployed. Mm-hmm. Like your money need to be, somebody, somebody said, uh, the book, The Richest Man in Babylon, talks about making your money work. Like you, they're your soldiers. They should be out the war every yeah. day. And if they ain't doing that, you missing out. So leave the people with a final money tip and uh we're gonna wrap up the show for today.
0: Yeah, I always say this, right? Rich people asset is poor people liabilities. It's simple. Yo, Jordan's, you know, that's a liability to you. It's an asset to Jordan. Like, you know what I'm saying? So focus on what you're investing and just know. Every single thing that you buy, it's either an asset and or a liability to someone. Let's go.
1: Let's get it, y'all. And, y'all, with that being said, we appreciate y'all for tuning into to another show. We're going to bring her back again. I know y'all <laughs> going to ask, but make sure y'all tap in with Terika, y'all, uh, the female real estate guru on Instagram, thepropertychallenge.com, to learn everything she got going on. We'll leave more info in the description, and uh, we'll see you on the next show. Let's go.